Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 660 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast brought to you by WrestleBuzz at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, WrestleBuzz with three Zs on Twitter. What's going on, everybody? It's Joseph Crush, joined by my my true family, my brothers, my brothers in arms, NJ3, what's up, the professional? What's going on? Hey, let me talk to you. I am the million dollar champion. Oh, boy. Oh boy, we'll get I'm into a bad it. man. You are a bad man. Very bad man. L.A. Knight, you son of a bitch. Bad news, Tom Canale. How are you, man? Yeah, pretty good. How are you doing? Doing good. Uh, no Nicky Noodles today. He called out sick late, about an hour before pod. But uh, you know, we wish him the best and uh, on his future endeavors. Yeah, future endeavors. Fired. Yep. Yes, fired. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. No, but seriously, uh, get better, Nikki Nikki Noodles. We uh, we'll miss you today. We got a nice show ahead of, ahead of us here. Um, guys, we're on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, wherever you can download podcasts. Uh, as always, Apple Podcasts. We get that review, five star rating. Be much appreciated. We love you. Um, nerd focus. Apparently, noodles didn't drink his nerd focus this morning, or else no, because he wouldn't have gotten sick. Yeah, You're right. So, not only does it give you energy, not only does it help you think more, it also uh, cures COVID. No, I'm just kidding. It's false. Uh, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Could you imagine? That'd be great. I mean, we should we should invest in something like that. So, uh, that that'd wouldn't be, be surprised. That'd be the billion dollar ticket right there. There you go. <laughs> um, but seriously, uh, nerd focus. Link in our bio. And on all social media, code ND20. That's Nicholas Daniel20 for uh, 20% off. Buy two cases, get free shipping. It's It seriously is a, a very fantastic uh, energy drink. Uh, not not to blow smoke because it's a sponsor, but we, uh, I mean, I need to re-up. I'm all out. I got to re-up with, uh, with Nerd Focus. I got to use code ND20, get 20% off, and, uh, you know. Do, do work but uh i'm ready i'm ready to get some more blue the the blue flavor is definitely my favorite for sure uh they have the the green option as well um and maybe i'll, I'll swing it out this time but uh maybe a little one in one maybe a little comparison yeah maybe i'll mix both together and see if whoa become an ultimate Could you have, oh my god you would be <laughs> the ultimate nerd ultimate nerd edition Ooh, ooh, you should tell them about that tell them about that mixing blue and green is the actual ultimate nerd edition uh, Tom, I have a kindergarten question for you. What does blue and green make? Yellow, does it? I have no idea. I don't remember. I don't think. I think it. I think it does. I don't, I don't, think so. Hold on. I don't remember either. I, don't know. I was gonna. Say, I was gonna say purple to be honest, but I don't oh, want to embarrass myself. I don't remember. It's been a while. <laughs> this a is horrible. But uh, what I think red and red and blue makes purple. I don't know. Maybe you could be right. That's why I said I didn't want to embarrass myself. Yeah, me. Either. Yeah, it makes green. Blue and yellow makes green. See, no blue, blue and green though. Tom, we're doing here. Oh, blue and green. Sorry, hold on. That's all right. We'll wait. <clears throat> green, but as we're waiting, ND20 at uh, 
nerd focus link in our bio link tree too. check it out um uh it's a great it's a great think drink guys if you if you haven't had it yet please check it out support us support yourself on a, on a weekly basis with nerd focus uh also paper champion listen we we can't stay in first place forever and and uh nj3 um, no, I guess not. We have these these weeks coming out from these other other squads, eighty points, ninety points. It's tough. It's tough to keep up. Uh, I think I came out with like forty five this week. I'm still waiting for Damian Priest to come back on Raw. Don't know where yeah, he is. Me too. Don't know where uh, he is. Uh, join the club. Yeah. Wait for um, someone. Well, Tom, <laughs> you may have to wait. Till, we just got the update. Bray Wyatt may not be coming back till September. So <laughs> I think it's time. You yeah, guys, I think it is. I think yeah. it's time, bro. Um, yeah. you got to drop him. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm still I'm still rocking seventh place. Thepaperchampion.com ultimate uh fantasy wrestling. We we say it every week. Uh, signups are off right now, but if you if you want to follow along, follow along on the website, and uh, you'll get updates. Or if you if you follow the website, you get updates when you can sign up next for next season. So, uh, paperchampion.com, check us out. Shout out to Boy Art. The Games. paper champion. The, I'm the sorry, thepaperchampion.com. Don't forget thepaperchampion.com. Right. Um, like the greatest wrestling podcast in the world. Us. The Wrestling Drop Podcast. Joe Money Question of the Week. Always a good one. Always, mm-hmm. always gets us. Uh, hey, Joe. What's going on this week? Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. So my question of the week is more like a self-promotion. I am retiring from, officially retiring from my backyard wrestling days because I no longer need to. Because we found out this week that we're going to have a baby boy. So, my question of the week is, what was the best wrestling manager for a tag team? Because I got my own tag team money enterprises coming in now. So let me know, guys, what's the best manager that ever managed Attack Can't wait to hear you guys' answers. Bye. All right. Another solid one. Our favorite manager of a tag team. First of all, congratulations on, on having a baby boy. Uh, we're excited to, to meet him. I'm sure Declan is too. Shout out to D Money. Dude, but, uh, what a tag team that those two are going to be. Yeah. The Ford brothers. Oh, my God. And the manager. Wow. Joe Money being the manager. Oh my God! Can you imagine, dude? They'd be taking over the NXT scene quick. If they're anything like their father and uncle, man, it's gonna be interesting. So I'll tell you that. Yeah, they they used to backyard wrestle. Or they used to wrestle yeah. professionally, almost uh, in a sense, right? Joe Money and Danny Cash. Yep. Didn't Danny Cash uh, battle Gangrel at one point? I know he trained on them. I mean, oh, might, okay. I know he trained with him for a little bit. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. We'll have to we'll have to get him on. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, Nikki so the Bella Twins versus the uh, the Ford the Ford Express. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? The Bella Boys, right? Because Daniel boys. and uh, and Nikki had two boys, and then we got um, we got the Ford we got the Ford kids. Yeah, there you go. Hey, you never know. Ooh, book it. WrestleMania forty five. WrestleMania yeah. forty five. That might be too soon. Right. WrestleMania 50, 55. Yeah. 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 fifty. Yeah. Um. So let's go, uh, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Your favorite manager of a tag team all time. Uh, I mean, it's, I just can't. I've been all week. I just can't narrow it down to one. There's so many good ones. I mean, you got Mr. Fuji with Demolition, obviously. Yes. 
Bobby the Brain Heenan with the Brain Busters and all the other guys in the Heenan family. Jimmy Hart. I mean, there's just so many. I mean, there's I I couldn't narrow it down. I mean, those are my top three for me. Okay. Right now, but yeah, those are but so many good ones out there. Listen, at the end of the day, Joe asked the questions, but we make the rules, so we can answer the three if we want to. Um, it's it's funny because we go back and you know how you just said those names. It's kind of like early '90s, mid '90s. We there we really don't see many tag team managers anymore. It's kind of like yeah. a lost uh, a lost thing. Yeah. Even managers in general. So we kind of have to go back to the to the well there and, and kind of pick out one from back in the day. NJ three, uh, did, did you have one in mind? I did, man. Don Callis. I mean, wow. this guy is no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, like you said, B, it's hard, right? Because managers, you know, it's not such a, it's a thing, but like a great manager, right? One of the, one of our favorite or the, one of the best managers of all time is hard because we're still in the present product. Yeah. Right. Some of the guys that Tom just named are people of the past because we've seen their work, their, their body of work already. So it's, it's easy to kind of pick from one of those guys because we've seen, everything that they've done and we've seen the benefits of what they've done f- to the people they've been, you know, inc- you know, around. Yeah. Um, I'd have to say Bobby, the brain Heenan personally, I think he's the greatest announcer of all time. And I think he's the greatest manager of all time, right. in my opinion. Um, but then a close second would be Don Cowles with the, with the young bucks. I mean, Hey, I respect that. He's like, no, a, no. he's refreshing though. As a, as a, human. he is refreshing. I got to say he is refreshing. I, I got to give him a little credit. He's a, he does a good job at his job. I was just doing that just to, to mess with Nick. Cause I know he'd probably be spinning in his bed right now, drinking his Robitussin, <laughs> his robo having his, uh, having his cough drops. Speaking of, uh, Nicky noodles, uh, he sent over his, his picks. He, he went along with Mr. Fuji and did a sunny drop for us Ooh. for the, for the body down as I'm assuming. I don't know if he said, uh, Oh yeah. Bob, she also managed the New Age Outlaws, LOD 2000. She wanted to go back old school. Uh, but, yeah, I think that was a good pick. I think she was, like, a, a solid manager at that time. I think she was very uh, good at what she did. Mr. Fuji, obviously, is a legend. So, um, for me, it's tough because I don't really – like you guys said, literally everyone that I could think of, I think. I think Bobby Heenan is, like you said, Jerry, the greatest announcer and greatest – manager of all time he might be one of the greatest performers i've ever seen too in, in wb history yeah um, yeah. Rest- yeah um it's funny I'm, I'm actually going back and watching uh old school nitros i started nitro from episode one and watching pay-per-views along with it and- oh dude some of, i love some of those episodes well i loved a lot of those episodes but, yeah oh, enjoy that but uh heenan is just is is dropping knowledge off the right so it's it's fun to see uh dude, he, if, what he's oh, i can't go i go on a rant go ahead if, my if he uh I mean, if I had to go with someone, it'd probably be Heenan, uh, just a, as my pick. But you guys dropped some names there too. So I mean, Sonny, Mister Fuji, Jimmy Hart was great too. Um, there's so many. Uh, even like, I think like, could you say Ted DiBiase at some point was run, was managing a tag team? I know he's he did he had a tag team with IRS, but I think I mean he Money Incorporated was the thing. So I guess you could uh you could throw him in there. But uh, so many good managers back in the day. I wish they kind of brought that back. So hopefully they do soon. Hopefully they change that up. Um, but Joe, thank you again for a very solid question. Um, and we hope to hear from you soon. All right, guys. Uh, right now there's been some rumors flying around. We always start with the rumors, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Vince McMahon is apparently aware of the current product being stale. Oh, you don't say Mm. really? Uh, Good thing he's aware. (laughs) It's it's good shit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. So uh 
on top of that, he 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 kind of from what we're reading, he's kind of given the hint that he's aware and things are going to change uh, for the better. Tweets have been coming out from from quote unquote reliable people, reliable uh, journalists on, on Twitter and and online, saying they're hearing things they don't want to report about yet, but they're very excited. And these are guys that are like typically not too fond of. Uh, the current WWE product to see uh, to see them tweet stuff stuff like that it's kind of encouraging. So it's yet to it's yet to come out what's going to change, but to be excited for it, I guess, is a good thing. Uh, then on top of that, there's rumors of themed events coming back: King of the Ring, Royal Roulette, uh, a fan's choice uh, type like a Cyber Sunday. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't know what to think about it. <clears throat> NJ3, uh, just I mean. I guess fans coming back is a plus already. Right? We know that huge, uh, huge. on top of already enhancement to any show, no matter what the quality of the show is, it's an enhancement, whether it's a b- for it or against it, booing or cheering it's enhancement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, just with the, th- these, these rumblings of potential oh, Vince being aware of, of the stale product themed events returning. Uh, do you have does this maybe enhance your hope uh, for the, for the next few months of WWE? It does, right? Because at the end of the day, you know, no matter how I feel that Vince is so disconnected from the current product, no matter, you know, what I say week to week, day to day, um, at the end of the day, he does like to count his money, right? And he does have a board of directors. So no matter what, it is a business. Ticket sales are business. And if the fans aren't happy with the product, they will not come out to support, right? Some of these people have an unlimited cash flow. Some don't. But not everyone's a part of that one percent that can just go to the shows like some of the people that we see, like you know the Brock Lesnar guy, and yes. I forget the, the 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 guy with the white jacket. He's always like in that front row. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, you, you measure success with sales, and I think in order to kind of put on a good show, you need to have a good product in order to sell tickets. Sure. So I do have faith that there will be an at least an increase to the value of what we're seeing week to week. Um, my only hope is that they just don't take their shot on the first night. Don't open up Raw and be like, all right, King of the Ring tonight. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to crown a new king. No more Corbin or Nakamura. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to see I'm – cool, I'm cool with the slow burn, but I also like seeing things progress. I like seeing multiple storylines take place and also things intertwine. Um, for argument's sake on Raw – one big moment that I actually popped for, I thought was huge, is having the Viking Raiders come out there in a main event. Like I'm, I'm watching the main event, and I'm like, all right, it's AJ versus Drew McIntyre. Yeah. I mean, on paper, fantastic wrestling match, pay per view match. Yeah. And I forgot in the back of my head that the Viking Raiders are actually the number one contenders. So when Bobby Lashley's out there, you know, and MVP messing around, and the, uh, you know, the current version of the, I guess, I don't want to call them the Ho Train. I'll say the uh, promiscuous lady <laughs> group. Um. <laughs> they're there then the viking raiders come out to kind of even the odds i love that yeah like i don't know if you guys felt that way like i was like what a way to insert this tag team that wasn't probably booked the best even though they were former champions i still never felt they felt so special but to put them in the main event i love that doing little things like that re-reminding us about certain teams oh yeah they are the number one contenders because to be honest i forgot yeah me too no it's a fair point that was, I thought, like a really good, thoughtful moment to intertwine something, right? You have Drew, the whole storyline is Drew and Bobby, but you have someone like AJ, probably the best wrestler on the on the show on all the shows, going against Drew as a big challenge going to the you know going to the pay per view. But at the same time, AJ's got his own storyline with almost and the Viking Raiders. I like the intertwining. 
The only thing I didn't like is I wish that they didn't do the whole double match in the same night. I would have loved if Hell in a Cell was one week away mm-hmm. and maybe the following week we got the three on three. They feel like they almost blew their load too quick, yeah. right? You had AJ and Drew, you had the Viking Raiders, you have almost an a, a um. Yeah, almost an AJ, Viking Raiders, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre. I feel like that could have been a really cool main event for the week leading up to Hell in a Cell because you can have both of those storylines play out that Sunday. Yeah. But now I felt like we got like a Fugazi finish. Yeah, and that's that's one thing I hope they change going forward is like kind of throwing those mat like you have the 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 running and turning it into a match like yeah. right after that. It's kind of a, a thing they do often. Um but great points. And Tom, now that fans are coming back, I guess like we, they, it could ho- hopefully help them dictate how they want to future book things. We can get a, re- a live reaction of, cause they haven't had that. And you hear a lot of stories from like wrestlers saying they go with how, the, like they have to change the, the match, how the, how the crowd's reacting and stuff like that. They have no one to react off of. Yeah. And hopefully that, I mean, you have social media, you have podcasts, you have things from fans that, that get put out that you can, if you want to go out and listen to as a, as not Vince, but per se, but have people go out and listen to kind of get a vibe of like what they, what we're reacting to, but are they really doing that? Probably not. And now they, they'll have these live fans coming back. I, I hope for the better that it changes these things. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts are on like everything, hopefully coming to a positive way. I don't know. I'm not sure how fixable is it at this point? I mean, with the crowd coming back, you think it would definitely, you know, switch things up from the last, so what was it, 15 months without them or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, but yeah, no, I mean, you get, you definitely, like you said, the wrestlers definitely feel uh, how the match is going and they see how the crowd's going with the match, you know, and and they feed off of that. So hopefully, you know, and they, they come back and I'm pretty sure, are they going to be full capacity at, at the arenas, I think? I, now? Yeah, I, I believe, well, I know they're, they're going for, I from what I read, they're going for full capacity at SummerSlam, which would okay. be a big deal. I mean, seventy-five thousand people. It also is okay. Vegas too, okay. um, but I think they're aiming the where they're tr- touring to. I think they aim for states that are more open than others. Oh, I would okay. assume so, so they get that full crowd. Even if not, they're going to get a lot. I mean, yeah, no, I'm no, just saying because you know how a full crowd could be a reaction to like you know half you know half sure. full. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, I get it. So I'm just you know, but I mean, it can only help. Like you said, I mean. Being without him for 15 months and everything, it's just and hopefully Vince sees it and is like, all right, let's start, let's let's start doing the good storylines and not the same shit we've been doing over and over and over again. So yeah. you know, it can, can only help, hopefully. And like you said, with the themed, you know, things like King of the Ring, which would be awesome to see again, and um, we the Royal Roulette. I think you said that'd be pretty yeah. Cool. Ro- I like was- that. They also mentioned a, a potential World Cup involving uh, NXT, SmackDown, and Raw, which I think is really Ooh, cool. That'd be cool. I, I like to see that. That'd but be cool. I, if you remember, uh, they did the World Cup thing in Saudi, I believe, when Shane won. Oh, yes. And uh, I remember someone saying every competitor in that tournament was American. So that didn't really make sense. Oh, yeah. So hopefully they kind of, you know, make it legitimate. And uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But just staying on this kind of topic, like in the sense of things getting better, we have to hopefully see more returns and from what just came up yesterday becky lynch was working out in the pc yes. she's looking ripped yes um i'll stick with you tom just because you're we're talking is is she someone that's going to help out this this movement to a, a better place for WWE? oh i would think i mean absolutely i mean i hope i mean you know the women's division as we know has gone very very stale unfortunately up in yeah. the main roster so throwing her back in there i think would definitely help i mean i'm not sure what they would do with it right away you know 
I mean, I doubt they throw it for the belt, but who knows? But no, just to have her presence and the crowd back, when that music goes, the crowd's going to go nuts. So it's going to be yeah. awesome to see her. And like you said, she's been looking, you know, she's been definitely been working out at her husband or fiance's gym. So that's pretty good to see. So, you know, she's staying in shape. So I can't wait to see her. So it's going to be good. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be perfect uh, for her to come back. And then, I mean, you got to assume that she's getting, getting ready just in time for SummerSlam, mm-hmm. which we had mentioned they're treating like WrestleMania this year. So oh, yeah. um, that's exciting, man. Um, it, we need, as fans of WWE, we're like, we're true fans, right? We're sticking around for this. We deal with Raw every week. SmackDown's usually pretty good. Um, but we support it. We watch all the pay-per-views and stuff. And uh you may call us shows. I don't think we are. I think we, we give enough negative feedback to the product to, to oh, say yeah. not. Absolutely. So, but we it's it's what we know. We we have, we support what we grew up on. So exactly. um, for anyone well, I mean listen, at the end of the day, right? There's no AEW without WWE. Yeah. Right? Because some of the guys that make up the roster are former WWE guys that are aggravated, pissed off they didn't get their chance. I mean, Jake mm-hmm. Roberts is over there. Dude, um, I mean, I'm not going to go through the list. You get it, right? There are some people that have never been in WWE that are in AEW, but that competition, that drive to be the number one, that blueprint that's been laid out is not laid out without WWE. So like you guys, like you saying, you know, it's easy for us to feel like shills. I try to really kind of teeter on the middle between both. I do enjoy the AEW product, and uh, I think they they do a lot of great things over there, but I'm also very harsh on WWE as well. So Absolutely. I think we all are respectively. I, maybe besides noodles is a little more one sided, but it's okay. I mean, not everyone's gonna be the same. But uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm hopeful. I get excited when like dirt sheets and like guys come out and say they're they've heard things and they're they're getting excited or they're pot they have they're <coughs> happy about what they're hearing. So I mean, I don't know. It's all it remains to be seen and. Uh, Hopefully by the end of the summer we get some sort of uh, some sort of change for us as fans. Um, we are one week removed from NXT Takeover in your house. Great show as always from NXT. Um, you mentioned it before, Jers. L.A. Knight is a million dollar champion. Million dollar champion. Son of a bitch. That son of a bitch did, however, hit an old man. Yes, he did. He had a retired Hall of Famer. I mean, what is he doing? I would too. <laughs> I, he had do what you got to do. Son Just what did bitch. you tell the Undertaker back in two thousand and what fourteen? What did you tell him at ringside? I didn't tell him anything. I told Brock Lesnar to put that old man down. But uh, <laughs> oh, I was in the okay. I was in a different state at that time. You know, <laughs> you were in a different place in your life. Now you're a father. Now, I'm now a you're father. a little. You've calmed down a little bit. Happy Father's Day, by the way. Um, Happy early yeah, Father's Day to you, my that. friend. <laughs> Very excited for you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, I mean. I I'm think it's kidding. yeah. I think it's the right move for LA Knight. I think you got to keep that heel work going. I think Cameron Grimes is uh is going to come out of this like a one of the top like faces, big support behind him. Um, I think it was a good move. I, I chose Cameron Grimes for my picks, but in the back of my head, I just got to go with my boy, right? But I, in the back of my head, of LA Knight, LA Knight was the same thing. It was the right move. <clears throat> um, oh yeah. Uh, what else happened on, on, on in your house shows? What, what else stuck out to you that, that kind of? Oh my God! What didn't stick out? Yeah, I right? mean, I yeah. thought the whole show was fantastic. I'm not just saying this. I know we. I do shill for NXT, so I'll say that. Right yeah, now. no, absolutely. Um, I thought the whole show was great. Right? It's tough when you have a show when there's technically no title changes. I know that we got crowned a new champion. If you want to be technical about yeah. you know LA Knight winning the, the million dollar title, but the show didn't have any changes in the champions. But 
dude, that three on three match that was dude, with, with, with MSK and Bronson Reed and Legal Del Fantasma and, and Santos Escobar, like, come on, man. Like, yeah. oh, dude, I ate up every minute of that match. Like, that is the kind of action that I want to get behind when I watch a wrestling show. Like, I know that you can't have every match be that way. You need to have the ups and you need to have all the different variety. But that match, man, what a tone set of that match was. I loved every moment of it. Dude, the, the six of those guys, man, my hat is off to them. They're yeah. really doing it. I love everything about it. So that really stuck out to me in, in, in the best way. Yeah. There are a lot of, a lot of great talent involved in that match. Um, Tommy, our boy, <laughs> Karrion Cross. Yeah, man. And, and still NXT <laughs> champion took on some, some legitimate competitors in one match. Um, we may know what's, we, we, Jabroni. I'll get into it. We may know <laughs> what's next for Karrion Cross, but who's next for Karrion Cross? Do you think down there? I don't know. I mean, there's still so, left. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, unless uh, I don't know. I mean, does he go against Cole again? You know, one on one. I mean, after that whole match, I mean, I don't know where, where they can go with him, but he's he's going to destroy him no matter what. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> but no, I mean, that match, yeah, that match was, I mean, back back and forth. I mean, some of the spots they were doing were so good. I mean, the spot with him getting, I guess, what was it, powerbond on the table? That was pretty cool. Yeah. It was all all very good stuff by NXT as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the nostalgia, as we said, leading up to it, um, they always put on good shows. Even if it was a, it was five matches, all it takes sometimes. You know, what I mean, it doesn't have to be yeah. a, a seven yeah. match show. Two and a half hours, three hours, whatever it was. Uh, Two hours and twenty quality, just quality, enjoyable show, and yeah. not too long, not too short, and delivered in every way. To be honest, I, it's one of my, it's one of my. I guess in more recent memory, one of my, the, I think the better NXTs, and I, it's hard to say that because I think they're all good. Yeah. But just, I think every match up and down delivered in everything they were trying to accomplish. Yeah. No. And and then at the end of the show, um, Regal had a, had some issues in the back as he's been having over the past few weeks, uh, some bedlam as he calls it, and uh, he said it was time for a change in NXT. So our minds got going. Mm-hmm. from saturday to tuesday we had a couple of days to to really let that sink in and wonder what the hell is going on and uh come tuesday um we get a a returning joe 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 and uh samoa joe's back in WWE yeah. just like that <laughs> um he kind of comes in as the uh the enforcer i guess you would say for a regal so uh, yeah. kind of help him out to to mend some things that are going on in, in NXT because real can't get physical. Right. So, well, yeah. technically Joe can't either unless he's provoked and he yeah. was provoked immediately. So, um, I think it's great. I think, uh, they had a big crowd in the, the capital wrestling center and they had a, a very nice pop for him. Um, <clears throat> the, the rumors were, unfortunately, I mean, it's hard to avoid him, right? The rumors were floating around that that WWE was, or triple H was looking and taking back Samoa Joe. So it wasn't, I mean, to us, we, I'm happy. I'm very happy, but it wasn't too much of a shock, right? You kind of miss those days where it's like we didn't know anything was going to happen. Um, but I think it's cool. I think it's cool they bring back Joe. Uh, where it goes from here, I don't know. Is he is he permanently not able to have matches anymore? I don't know. I don't know what his situation is, really. Um, he did put Cole and Coquina clutch, so he's able to get physical. Um, and I don't know. We'll see what happens uh, going forward. It, but I, the question I really have is, uh, does this kind of leave the door open for other guys like Aleister Black or uh, Braun Strowman to, to come back? I mean, we thought Joe was gone, right? We thought he was going to AEW. 
Um, does this leave, I'll go to you, Andrew, dude, does this leave room open for these guys to come back in the short term as opposed to letting them go for it? I mean, this is a pretty big move, right? You know, when he got released, what, two weeks ago or three weeks ago? Yeah. Um, you know, we were hot about it and, and uh, you know, we were pissed off about it. I know I was because I've loved Samoa Joe since TNA and I thought him coming over at NXT at the time was one of the, something I thought I'd never see in my life, yeah. right? When him and AJ and such, but, you know, fast forwarding, um, you, it, it happened with Drake Maverick, but Drake Maverick's not Samoa Joe, yeah. right? Where someone gets released and gets brought back pretty quickly. Um, I think that there was a lot of backlash to be quite honest. And I think there's been continued backlash, especially with like Alistair black. Like what he did in NXT man was dude. Yeah. It was a short run, but it was, it was special and long runs don't need to become special. Special could just be based on who you are and what you've done. And I think this is kind of a really good, probably um, way to show that going back down to NXT could be what an option for some of these people that maybe would possibly get released on the, I guess we'll say main roster Yeah. Um, to kind of go to NXT and maybe just redo something down there. So I think that this does leave the door open. Um, I just want to be careful because it's almost like you don't want to get NXT to have like that, I guess, opinion of like, Oh, well all the, the leftovers go down there. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I want them to be careful with that because that's not the truth. The best are there yes. for a reason. That's why it's the best show in that company. Mm-hmm. So Samoa Joe going to them is an enhancement and it's a loss for the main roster, not them getting the leftover scraps. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, and then yeah. <clears throat> it's funny because I, I mean, I going back to when Joe was released, I don't think we ever really heard from him either. So me, I, I think it was like an immediate thing. I really do. I think once uh, Triple H was aware that he was getting released. He probably hopped on that real quick. He he probably texted. I, I'm just assuming, right? He probably texted Joe or gave Joe a call. Like, listen, don't do anything crazy. I'm going to take him down here. Don't go off on Twitter. Don't go off on social media. I, I don't know why he maybe. I don't know what the reason why why he wouldn't take Alistair as well. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe Vince is like, all right, we're dropping 15, 20 people. You get to take one, and that's who we chose to take was was Joe. So um, I don't know. I'm not sure how it worked, but I, I'm I'm excited to see Joe back. I'm glad he's not gone because you know, he was phenomenal. Um, we did talk about <clears throat> Tommy. We did talk about carrying Cross before uh, Bronson Reed as well. Uh, what we're hearing is that they were uh, doing a dark match last night before SmackDown. Really? I didn't hear that. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought I texted the group. I'm sorry. I texted. It was late. I apologize. Maybe I wow. didn't. Um, okay. they, uh, they were doing a dark match before SmackDown last night. Uh, again, one could argue why do they have to wrestle in front of people that own the company? Like, why don't they just watch them on TV? Well, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But two of the top male champions or the two top male champions in NXT are performing in front of the main roster Argu- people. Arguably. Arguably. Million dollar champion. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't forget it. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, nah, it's, it's funny. Uh, but it was uh, an interesting thing going around. And one can only assume that these two guys are being looked at for certain reasons, potentially maybe to be called up to, to Raw or SmackDown in the future. What do we think about this, Tommy? It's kind of, it's. I mean, it did get thrown on us last night or yesterday. Yeah. All right, t- to you just now. So I guess just the raw reaction of uh, potentially seeing Karrion Cross and Bronson Reed being brought up anytime soon. 
I mean, if they do get brought up, I just hope they don't get, you know, Vince, if you want to say that, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, these guys, uh, how many times have we seen NXT guys that are great down there come to the main roster and are completely yeah. misused? I mean, I could give you a list as long as anything. I mean, it's just, you know, I just hope that, I mean, that's very cute. That's very interesting that they're doing that. But, I mean, I don't know. I just, it's too soon, I think, for them to come up. I mean, yeah. you know. I mean, maybe it's just, you know, they need, like, ideas for future storylines or something they want to see. But, I mean, for now, just leave them where they're at. Please don't do anything. Yeah. Now, NJ3, you could argue Karrion Cross and Braun Serena are the two most main roster guys on NXT at the moment. If you want, <laughs> nice. If you want to say that. I don't know, man. LA Knight looks like he's ready to main event. LA Knight is well, me. Two of the most. I said not to just, just the only I know. two. I'm just, I'm just, but uh, if you throw LA Knight in that list too, that them three are, that's absolutely that, that they have Raw and SmackDown right all over. Um, what do you, I mean, is this, I, Tom's worried as we all are usually are for this case, but with the, I mean, you kind of almost get excited as well. Like it, these, those type of guys, you get the Garganos, you get the champions that you really worry about because the, the size and everything. Cross, Bronson Reed, we need we need potential Roman Reigns, John Cena's for the future, right? And these guys have that special look that we know Vince likes, and we have to we have to just deal with that at some point. That Vince has a certain type, and these guys seem to be in that category and could potentially be the future of this business, like in, on the main roster. So maybe keeping a positive outlook on it for them too. I don't know. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll speak on the reverse. Um, you know, it's, I I agree with Tommy, right? It's, there's a lot more not success than success at this point. If you look at everyone that's kind of come up and where they are now, some people aren't even with the company anymore. Some people are right. It seems like the women have been actually had the most success from NXT than the men. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, I guess if you want to call Roman Reigns, technically, an NXT person because he, he was in a way, but it was just different than what it is today. But whatever, we'll argue that semantics later. Um, I think you like you alluded to Joey before. There are some people to be worried about, right? If Champa and Gargano were wrestling up here versus a Cross and, and Reed, yeah, I'd be a little bit concerned. They are smaller guys. Um, we love them for what they do and who they are, but Vince has a different opinion and a different you know um, you know want for his guys. When you look at Cross and Reed, you feel a bit more confident because they fit the mold of both, right? Yeah. They are NXT and they can be main event, meaning, I'm sorry, main roster. They are main event. They can be main roster or they can be NXT and they can kind of flip flop. I think if they're careful with who, then I'm not as scared. But like Tommy said, there's a lot of, there's a lot of negatives that have come, that have come. A lot of people are just have not with the company in any capacity anymore from down there. And it's, it's crazy to think that. <laughs> When you look we, at it, we said it before the track record speaks for itself. So, um, we, we always have our reservations when, when things like this happen. Great. It didn't happen yet with, we don't know why they were up there doing the dark match, but one could only assume like, why, why else would they be? So, um, it's just funny to see they took the, the two champions yeah. from and the two, two of the top champions, uh, from NXT and they're getting a good look at them, I guess, in, in, <clears throat> in person. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, we maybe we're seeing a potential like NXT SmackDown Raw thing in the you know, over over time. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. So, uh, um, speaking of NXT, kind of NXT moving to the main roster. Uh, well, even Eva Marie had her debut, quote unquote, on Raw Monday. Uh, we handled we, bad. 
Really? I'll give you my opinion. All right. Well, whenever well, you. Yeah. I'll, I'll let me just finish the, the layout yeah. here. Uh, she came out with NXT UK's Piper Niven. Uh, one of the names we did mention last week was her, Mercedes Martinez. And uh, Piper, who's rumored to be going under the name Dewdrop. It's not confirmed yet. Uh, but they did. What? Dewdrop. Yeah. <laughs> Spell it for me D O U D R O P. Oh, yeah. do drop. They said new drop. No, do drop. I'm sorry, a little nasally this morning. Uh, no, it's okay. They did file. Uh, there was reports going on that they did file a trademark for that name, and uh, that's all I could do for that one. Um, I am a fan of. <laughs> I'm a fan of. Uh, I wish you guys had video. Look, just see <laughs> NJ3 his face right now. Uh, I I am a fan of Piper Niven's work. Uh, I was a fan of her in, uh, NXT UK. Uh, she's a, a a bigger girl, which we're, I mean, like we're. I'm not talk, speaking on that, but just to see her move for that size is definitely a, a good thing. Um, so, Andrew, three, you have your opinion. Let's let's hear it, man. What are you talking? I am all for Piper Nevin or this Dewdrop character, right? I respect everything that she's done. Um, yeah, I think she's fantastic. My thought is, first of all, you know, you know, the announcing for Piper was not good. Right. You know, we as the cat, there's a casual fan and there's also the super fan or the IWC. I like to call us super fans. I want to consider us for the IWC Um, because we know who she is. The three announcers during the whole presentation did not name her once, did not make any sort of acknowledgement to her at all. So I thought immediately right there, you're not valuing her the character at all because you didn't say oh my god that's piper nevin from the nxt uk first of all you had an opportunity to drop the nxt uk brand name right because we like nxt it's just a hell of a lot to adding nxt uk as part of our normal watching it's tough i I read the review i read that every time the show is done but i I haven't watched the full show from start to finish since like blackpool yeah but it's tough it's tough it's tough but you had an opportunity to drop nxt uk you had an opportunity to make it feel more important like oh my god is Piper Nevins with Eva Marie. What does this mean? Like there was none of that. Yeah. How could you not try to get that over? You had that unique opportunity to do so. Yes. She got herself over. You can argue it in the match because she went over on Naomi in a squash, which was obviously the intention. Um, And she looked, she looked good in doing so. Yeah. Also Eva Marie coming out and her only words on the mic were, and your winner, Eva Marie. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Remember how I said like last week would have been really cool for her to come out and like almost smile to the audience and then change it right away. So she already flipped to a heel, yeah. right? Because she's already, I'm not going to wrestle my own match. She'll wrestle her match. And she's even Marie because I'm even, you know what I mean? Like they can play that trope, but the delivery of it, I thought was really kind of spoiled. I thought they dropped the ball on that one. Yeah. And like, it's funny. Cause like, like you said, out of the three, Corey Graves, Maybe like Jimmy Smith doesn't know who she is, but Corey Graves is like a very knowledgeable announcer. He he wrestled like he knows who she is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like the Commander Aziz thing at WrestleMania. It's like yeah, we that's fucking Tom whatever his name was. I forgot I his name. Yeah, from Raw Underground. Yeah. Like we know who he is. Like why? Yeah. Like come on, man. And he was What's on. What I'm saying. And he was on Raw. Like I know. Yeah. I I can get the NXT UK thing because like no, I mean we have the podcast and we barely watch it, but like we still know who she is. Right. Yeah. And I don't know, man, it just, 
don't don't like we're not dumb <laughs> come on it was a bad it was a bad presentation in all parts even Risha came out literally try to cut that happy promo on the ramp with naomi in there flip it and then let naomi know that she's not good enough to wrestle the evolution you yeah. have to earn that and maybe have like piper never come behind her and attack her instead of like something yeah i mean that's yeah. what i'm saying like yeah. and then Corey Grace like Oh my God! What is Piper Nevin doing here? She crossed yeah. the pond. Yeah. It's COVID. Like you yeah. could, you know, what I mean, you can do something funny like that. Yeah, missed opportunity. Absolutely. Again, I don't agree with me if you feel differently. I just that's just how I took it. I know I do. I think I was. I mean, I'm. I was happy to see Piper Nevin used in a sense. Like she jumped from NXT UK to to the main roster, which is saying a lot, right? They. I don't know what what the choice pool like who they had to choose from. I think. I think Mercedes Martinez is a better fit. Let's be honest. Like, I think it's a better fit. I, I don't know where they're going with this gimmick, so I don't really know. But uh, I'll take I'll take Piper Niven on the main roster. It, it's a new face. Um, I just hope I just I want to see where else they go with this. You could see like after the match, like Eva Marie was kind of like, uh, yeah, she, she wanted like, to be don't she, stand girl. Yeah, she didn't want to like yeah, celebrate exactly. with her. Yeah. Um. So I I, I could see where they're kind of going with this. She's like using her as like a as her, I don't want to say muscle, but you know what I mean, like her heavy. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, even Marie's back. She looked good. She looked great. Uh, she looked tight. <laughs> Shucky ducky quack quack. Nikki Noodles definitely loving that moment. Um, the oh my god! <laughs> now Tommy, the be- rumble in his house that must have <laughs> took place. Tommy, before we get into our Hell in a Cell predictions, mm-hmm. last night was SmackDown. Was it yesterday or the day before? We got an update. Uh, the Roman Reigns, Rey Mysterio, Hell in a Cell match, pro- potentially main eventing Sunday, is was now moved to Friday Night SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know the reason behind it. Not sure. You take the hottest superstar in your brand, in the actually the hottest superstar in the world right now, and you take him off a pay per view. Um, I mean, the match itself was good. It was, it was something we, we haven't. I don't think Ray has Ray ever done a Hell in so much. Money oh, before. he did. No, he never had. Uh, so never it was cool to see Ray in that type of match. Um, did you catch the match? I know it's late last night. Uh, just thoughts on, on the match and maybe, maybe like why it was moved to to Friday. Do we even know? I mean, I did catch the match. It was you know for I think it was the first Hell in a Cell match on a regular you know, night and I think forever or maybe the first time I did. I mean, all they kept referencing to it and everything, but maybe on SmackDown, maybe SmackDown, wherever it was. Yeah. yeah. But, um, no, it was really good. I enjoyed it. I mean, Ray came out of the gate, like crazy using like a steel chair, um, a fire extinguisher, a toolbox, like anything he could to uh, get Roman down. But you know, Roman's that monster. So he, he got the upper hand, but no, it was pretty good going back and forth. You know, Ray did a couple of frog splashes on him and everything. And, Roman, I don't know if this is going to be new for him, but he did like a new guillotine, the moderation of the guillotine, which is pretty cool. Like he, cool. he has him like standing up and stuff. Like you know, that was pretty cool. See, maybe that's his new way of doing it. But overall, the match was good. I mean, we knew Ray wasn't going to win, obviously, you know, but it was very entertaining and everything. And you know, and the whole time McAfee's like, you know, this is for you know, you know, Ray's hitting him with the chair. He goes, you know, this is this is Ray saying this is all the punishment you put me through for the last few weeks with my son, blah blah blah. So. He kind of felt like, you know, the animosity was, it was like real, you know what I mean? So it was yeah. pretty cool. So, oh, it was very good. And I read somewhere, I don't know if this is true, but the reason they took it off 
Hell in the, the pay-per-view because Roman's not working it at all, they said. Yeah, no, I don't think he's not he's not involved. So oh, yeah, I mean maybe he has maybe he has like a family obligation or maybe something happened. Who knows? Sure. You know, we don't know. But I mean, but when he sent that text, I was like, Oh, okay, that's pretty interesting. So I mean, maybe they got something. I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe he comes out, he says, you know, I've taken care of everybody, and maybe a certain somebody comes on the screen. We don't know, you know, set something so, up. So uh, I want to give I want to give credit uh to to a friend of the show. Uh his name's Colin. Colin Gonzalez, shout out to Colin. Oh, hey, he's not. So he, I, he's. One I like of, the. He, I liked. I like that drop. I didn't. I you know. Yeah. So he, I'm he's, excited to hear this. He's not really back. In, he's he's into wrestling right now, but he hasn't watched. Like he stopped watching for a long time. Uh, I tried to get him back into it over the past few years. He just couldn't get into it, which is fair. But uh, I guess over COVID, he got he got back into it, and he texted me last night. He's like, "What if on Sunday?" Uh, like it's, I don't think it essentially could happen, but I like the idea of it. What if essentially on Sunday Daniel Bryan comes out and says, "This I you, I got taken off SmackDown. This is Hell in a Cell." He's like, "How about we settle this right?" I don't know. I mean, I thought it was a cool idea. Like, I think it was like because it's you utilizing Daniel Bryan not on SmackDown. I think you still wait if he's going to come back. You wait for fans, but I still like the idea of maybe Daniel Bryan. Like you, I, I just I'm jumping on like Tom's thing of just saying someone calls him out or Roman comes out on on Hell in a Cell and then someone else comes out and challenges him. Um, I don't think we see Roman fight at all. Uh, but I think that would be a cool idea if Daniel came out not on SmackDown, right? And then because that's where he got uh, kicked off of. But uh, I just thought it was a cool, uh, cool idea. Shout out to Colin. Um, but yeah, I think uh, the match itself was good. I, I like the powerbomb spot into the cage. I thought that was, that was, uh, cool. yeah. it was similar to what uh, Roman did to Dom uh, last week, I believe it was, or two weeks ago. And uh, I believe Jimmy came out and helped. And it, did he acknowledge Roman? Yeah, yeah. he raised yeah. his hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's coming to fruition as well. Um, I mean, a Hell in a Cell match on, on weekly TV, it's great. It's good stuff. SmackDown does a little different, you know? SmackDown just hits a little different than Raw sometimes. So uh, whether the match is like a, a five-star or three-star whatever, it's still cool to see a Hell in a Cell pop up on a on weekly TV. Um, <clears throat> getting into Hell in a Cell, though. Predictions. Well, just to make sure you shout out your boy, Wardlow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. AEW was last night. That's why. I apologize. Uh, it's tough, guys. Let's, I'm going to be keep it clear with you aw 10 o'clock on a friday night we record saturday mornings it's really tough uh, uh most me and nj3 i know work late during the week sometimes we do we have our jobs his second job um it's kind of hard to keep track of everything wardlow did have the mma match last night shout out to wardlow with jake hager um and you know i i'm half and half with it right i i didn't get to see the whole thing i watched clips on twitter um I like the. I, I appreciate the idea of bringing in something different than a, than a wrestling match, uh, but legitimately, Hager is a actual MMA fighter. Wardlow isn't, or as far as we know, he isn't. And then they they whip out things like a Hurricanrana in the match, and it kind of gets a little hokey to me at that point. Uh, like, I, like I said, I'm not gonna hate on it 100 until I watch the full thing, but just from what I saw on Twitter, clips, not people's opinions. Um, I you know what? I don't know. I have to see it first, I guess. Uh, I anything before we get into hell in the cell predictions, I apologize, but uh, just thoughts on maybe even that match, or if you saw anything else from uh, Dynamite that you uh, that popped out to you. Yeah, um, you know it's tough because I didn't get home until like almost nine thirty, ten o'clock last night. I had to eat dinner, take a shower, so mm-hmm. I was trying to catch up and get ready for the show. So I didn't get to really watch the show at all. I did read um, what took place. I'm definitely going to watch it after after sure. this. Always do. You know, 
Um, you know, I know that Hager won makes perfect sense, right? He's the real MMA fighter. So it makes sense for him to, he's, and also he's undefeated in real life. So yeah. it would be very hokey for him to take a loss to Warlow. No disrespect to Warlow. We love this guy here on, on the podcast, obviously. So it would be very bad for him to take a loss to Warlow, especially on AEW, which wouldn't be technically a sanctioned MMA fight. And also Hager's a face now in a way. So whatever, putting that aside. Um, I heard it was okay from what I read. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear that it, it was groundbreaking. I didn't hear it was bad. I heard it was okay. Um, I think it's a good opportunity to try to, you know, focus on Hager's outside what he does outside of just the wrestling ring is, which all season MMA fighters. I think that was kind of a cool way to kind of go down and continue this inner circle pinnacle feud. So I yeah. do like that. Um, but I didn't expect this to be a, like Brock Lesnar in a match. I no. didn't expect it to be, you know, even Hager versus anyone. Like I didn't expect that. I expected to be what the result was. Hager wins. It was okay. It just helps push the feud forward. I think that's what they accomplished. So I'll give it that. Yeah. Um, I know Brock Anderson uh, teamed up with Cody Rhodes, uh, taking on the factory. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's so funny the comments that are going around. He looks like a, like a salesman, just like just got out of work and put his gear under his clothes and took off his like business casual and just got in the ring. Yeah, like, it's, I guess it's interesting. I guess kind of like Arn looked like that too when he was you know, like he never Arn wasn't cut. He didn't look like yeah, a. Yeah. He just looked, like he looked a little bit better than that. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> you know, but it's just it's interesting, right? So Cody's like trying to get people over. Like I I can respect that, but I think it just it's just being done in just like a weird way. Like I know I alluded to. You know, he should have lost to a go-go on the pay-per-view and he yeah. should have won the tag match the following AEW. So like you're, you're trying to get people over, but you're going to go over in a one-on-one match against someone that you actually want to legit get over. And now we have Brock Anderson around and Joey alluded to it. He looks like the guy, the caddy on the golf course that Tommy and I see on a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, would, if I saw that guy in the street, I'd ask him to see if he can, he can, you know, polish on my golf clubs. <laughs> But uh, while we're speaking of Cody, shout out to Cody and Brandy. They had uh, the birth of their first child. Uh, oh, Lib- yes. Congratulations. Liberty was the name. Liberty. Liberty. Yeah. yeah. Liberty. 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 <laughs> that's where. Liberty. Uh, that's where Brock Anderson works at Liberty Music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Love. I that's love. where they got the name from. Exactly. Ah. Yeah. Excellent. Um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it's cool. I, like you said, I respect them trying to get people over. It's very out of note. I had no idea. Anderson had a, Arn Anderson had a son, like know, a, yeah. a wrestler, yeah, son. And uh, I, I caught a couple of the couple of moves he did. I think everything kind of looked clean and 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 his, threw a good punch. It wasn't like he didn't look like he just he looked like physically looked like he came off the street, but he doesn't like he didn't move like he just came off the street. So uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, uh, any was there any? Uh, I think Darby went against a, a two on one with uh, against yeah. uh, Scorpio Sky. Yeah. Dude, I, I'm lost, a, obviously. Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, Scorpio Sky and uh, Ethan Page. I think, they have, I think they have potential. Mm-hmm. Um, and the main event, I believe, was the six man. Was it? Uh, yeah, Good Brothers and Matt Jackson versus Penta, El Cierto Metal, Eddie Kingston, and the the newly. I didn't know this was his gimmick, the Elite Hunter, uh, Frankie Kazarian. That's his. That's oh, yeah. That's he cool. is the Elite Hunter now. Wow, interesting. Um, I mean, I like Frankie Kazarian. I I respect the hell out of sure. him. I just I, I just think it's a little corny, the elite hunter. But yeah, it's it's pretty, right. whatever. Because then what when, when he's done hunting the elite, then what is he gonna hunt? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm hopefully okay. retirement. Just kidding. Um, oh, that was no, uh, he's good. Uh, he's good. Yeah, he's good. I love Frankie. Uh, 
Yeah, but yeah, that was AEW. Yeah, and like I said, Rampage coming soon, August, right? Yeah, is that what saw, they announced too? August thirteenth. I saw like the little promo for it. it. Was was cool. Kenny was on it. Um, next week, Dynamite's on Saturday, so we clearly can't talk about it at all. Hopefully, we get some juice to talk about during the week. We can we just talk about AEW in general. Um, but then the following week, AEW is back to Wednesdays, which is great news. Yeah. We get to talk about more of the show on the podcast, and uh, people won't think we're just WWE podcast. So, um. Like I said earlier, Hell in a Cell is Sunday, tomorrow. We have reviews, uh, pr- predictions here. Six matches. So <clears throat> another thing I heard, Tommy, mm-hmm. um, they took off the Roman Reigns match, and they were. I heard originally they were going to add Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn in Hell in a Cell, but they added the match, no Hell in a Cell. So it's just Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn straight up. Uh, I'm not sure where they're going with that they added they did add bianca versus bailey and hell in the cell i'm pretty sure that wasn't announced till last night if correct mm-hmm. me if i'm wrong um so we'll start off quick here kevin owens versus Sami Zayn, just a singles match uh ng3 who are you going with ko baby ko ko all day ko all day he did he did feel the wrath of the uh the thumb this the, the thumb spot i don't know what they call it the, the nail uh, nigerian nail i believe it's called mm-hmm. that's um, correct actually yeah, great felt, job the, felt, uh, felt the wrath of that last night very well sold job up on him I um mean, guys are absolute professional so professional just like you just uh right. bad news who you got for this one i'm gonna go ko ko yeah i think uh you know what it's a tough one uh singles matches these days when, when, in the middle of a few they're, they're not always easy to call i want ko to win He's gonna win. KO's gonna win. Yeah, KO. Nick Nick wants Sami Zayn. Absolutely. He does. All the way. Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler. Bliss's first match back. Tommy gonna get some points, right? Or no, that's you, Joey. I I have. We both have right there. Okay. Oh, sweet. Good for you guys. Um, Tommy, who you got for this one? Um, Alexa, just for the reason (laughs) I need points. (laughs) I need something. Should I hedge a bet here? No, I'm gonna go with Alexa. I think uh, first match back, unless something weird should have no idea. Maybe the feed shows up for all. Like, yeah, yeah, Who's out of the match? You know, they gotta go with Alexa though. Uh, Andrea three, who you got? Oh, Alexa Bliss. I mean, we haven't seen her wrestle in like four months, as they alluded to on Monday Night Raw. That's not good. Yeah. So I'm um, happy to see her in action. I think Shayna Baszler is the absolute wrong opponent for her, but an opponent nonetheless. Um, Unfortunately, I don't think it helps either of the two of them kind of put forward besides just getting a W in the Alexa Bliss column. You know, I just... I think we said last week or two weeks ago, uh, does it get Shane away from Nia? If it doesn't... helps a little bit. It helps a little bit. (laughs) Well, but honestly, she's going to lose this match. Next week, she's going to be tag teaming with Nia again. Yeah, yeah, probably. I know. I'm going to complain. (laughs) Yep. Of course. But Uh, if you're a question, Alexa Bliss. Okay. Fair enough. Sister Lily. Sister Lily. Um... Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Uh, it's kind of been back and forth, upper hand on SmackDown. Cesaro won at Mania. I'm going to go with Seth on this one. Mm. And J3, who you got? I think it makes sense, right? Because I think if you have Cesaro go over on Seth right now, that's kind of it. Yeah. like That's like, that's like the nail in the coffin, it. I think Seth can kind of go away with like a very cheap win or even get himself, de- even get himself possibly DQ'd. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think Cesaro is getting pinned clean on Sunday, no matter what. So I'm going Seth Rollins. I think Cesaro's had the. I know it's like typical WWE stuff, but Cesaro ha- has had the upper hands these past two weeks on SmackDown. It's not even like yeah. back and forth. So no, I don't know, Tommy. Who you got for this one, buddy? I mean, yeah, I'm having trouble with it, but I mean, 
I think I gotta go with Seth. I mean, I don't think this match is the end for them. I think they're gonna go all the way through the summer, all the way to SummerSlam. So I think this is Seth's uh, win right here. Okay, I like it. It's clean sweep so far through everything. <laughs> uh, Jers, let's see what do we got. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair, Raw Women's Championship. This is interesting mm-hmm. because this is Charlotte Flair's in this match. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know, we joke about it, but it's not something also not to joke about. It's a very serious matter <laughs> that she steals titles all the time. She does, dude. She ends careers sometimes more than Randy Orton does. So, um, to be quite honest, like you may think I'm crazy, but I'm fifty-fifty on this one. I really am. Um, for the fact of just picking, I'm gonna go Rhea Ripley, but I'm saying like fifty-one forty-nine Rhea Ripley. <clears throat> okay, like that's how. That's how close I feel this one is. Just because you never I can know see, it, Charlotte, like you said. That's what I'm saying. I can see them putting the belt on Charlotte and having Rhea chase her to SummerSlam. Like I can see that actually being a legitimate thing because you don't like what is Rhea Ripley's character? Like it's confusing, and yeah. I don't like that. Like, yeah, make her a face or make her a heel, and and keep Charlotte with her or not with her, and just figure that out. I don't like how they're booking Rhea Ripley right now. Yeah, I um, absolutely hate it, actually. Uh, that's and right. that's why I think it's this close. And I can also see them putting the belt on Charlotte and having Rhea chase her to SummerSlam and getting that big win in front of 75,000 people. All right. And that'd be like a culminating win again. Like she went over on Asuka at WrestleMania in front of all those people. And she went over on Charlotte at, at SummerSlam, making her the old, like making her the undisputed raw champion. And then boom, Becky Lynch comes back. Let's go. Hey, that won't be bad. That's not a bad way, but who are you taking? That's the, uh... I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley just because okay. she is the champion and I lean just 1% more to her. 1%. Okay. Tommy, tough one here. I think we're going to have like a weird finish with this. I think it's going to end in a DQ and type of thing. Like, and I mean, uh, I say Charlotte, but by DQ, so she doesn't win the belt. Okay. And it just like goes to SummerSlam where we got like our eventual winner. All right. Um, Again, like you guys said, it's tough. I'm gonna go Rhea here. I don't know. I you have a great explanation, Jerz. I I I'm kind of torn as well. Um, a wonky finish would make sense. <clears throat> I think I might just go Rhea clean. I think not even if it makes sense or not. She need, she needs a little more solidification of being the champ, and I think that's her versus Charlotte. I know it's. Not SummerSlam. It's not a, a big event, but it's still a win. So I'm just going to read it straight up. <clears throat> uh, as I said before, as announced last night, Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Hell in a Cell match. First time. I think someone said last night the first time there's been a women's Hell in a Cell match that didn't have Sasha in it. Uh, I don't know. If we could we could check that. But uh, wow. Tommy, who you got? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Bianca still. I don't think it's her time to lose. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to go with Bianca as well. Excuse me. <clears throat> Bianca has been, she's been running with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she she has more challengers ahead of her, uh, a Carmelo type or a uh, someone else on SmackDown that can that can go against her as a heel. Uh, so I'll stick with Bianca on this one. I think it, it's going to be a good match, though. Hell in a Cell match. Be, be fun to watch. Andrew uh, 3 who you got? I'm going Bianca. Um, I, I love, actually, I do enjoy this feud. I think her and Bailey is good. I think Bailey bring. I think this new side of Bailey is mind blowing. Okay. Of how her character is just so different from what we've seen the hugger character. Mm. Um, I don't think this hurts Bailey to lose no. um, because her she has so much credibility. 
But I think this really helps also solidify Bianca going forward, being a legit, credible champion going forward. So I'm going Bianca Belair. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Main event, potentially. Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Last chance Hell in a Cell matches. I have it labeled here for Drew. If he uh, if he loses, he can't challenge Bobby Lashley anymore. Hopefully, he doesn't <laughs> ever again. If I, I can't see Bobby versus Drew again anytime soon. I don't know. This has to be the last one. And I think that's why they're labeling it that. Uh, I'm going with Bobby here. Um, my mindset behind that is for future mm-hmm. potential matches for uh, the party of the summer, maybe with Brock Lesnar. I don't know. We'll see. Um, you call it, you're saying we're going to have a Brock party? A Brock party. We've seen it before. We have. With the, with the money in the bag. So um, <laughs> he was. Great gif out there, uh, but yeah, I think I think Bobby t- runs with this one here. Um, Edge three, Bobby Drew last uh, time. Bobby Lashley, yeah, it's got to be the last time. We've seen this way too much, mm-hmm. um, and that's the problem with Raw is they can only tell three storylines at once in a show. That's three yeah. hours. Um, nothing against Drew. We I love Drew. Like that guy's on my fantasy team, so I need mm-hmm. him to win things. Yep. But in this instance, I am real life over fantasy anytime, unless there's a lot of money on the blind. Um, you know, I gotta go, I gotta go Bobby Lashley because they got to set up the Brock party at the end of the summer, because that is something I would love to see. Absolutely. Tommy, last yeah, one, Bobby, Bobby all the way, Bobby. And hopefully right. someone comes in and costs through the match and they start something with that. But you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll well, see what- Tommy's a big smiles guy. So, yeah. uh, you know. he likes to, he likes to, he likes the little, he likes the, uh, wild finishes. Yeah. So, I think we all do, but uh, Tommy more than ever. Um, I love yeah. that. All right, guys. How on a sell Sunday? Back-to-back weeks of pay-per-views? I mean, geez, what are we yeah. doing here? WWE is just killing us on the weekends, man. We have we have uh, Father's Day, you know? It's just a lot. Um, MVPs of the week. Can we try this? Can we try something really quick? I want to see if we can do this. Yeah. Don't say nothing. Okay. On three. Yeah. Say your MVP. Okay. Because we've been very unified. Yeah, and I think there's a reason our weakest link could be gone. So mm-hmm. let's try this MVP okay. of the week on three. Ready? One, two, three. Samoa, Samoa Joe. Joe. Why, uh, why didn't you just? Tom, what did you say? I said cross. Ah, oh, wow! Oh my, get Tom. out of here! Uh, what are you saying? I mean, come on! I mean, come on! I mean, I like Joe disrespectful Brad. prick. Uh, Oh my God, Thomas! So we know where your head's at. Oh boy, <laughs> Joe, we locked the door when he comes over tomorrow for Father's Day. Give him outside uh, for extra couple minutes. I think about what he just did. I wonder what Nicky Newell said on three. He probably said Eva Murray. <laughs> he probably said Piper Nevin. Piper Nevin. All right, uh, guys. That episode seven. That's it was. Episode sixty of the Wrestling Journal podcast. Uh, like I said before, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music. Nerd Focus, code NDE20, link in bio, as always. Everyone, take care. Stay safe. Watch Pro Wrestling.